We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is up, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome back to One on One, a KC Sports Network podcast. I am here with my brother, Big Jeff Allen, nine-year NFL veteran and KC Chiefs Super Bowl champion. And we are here to bring you all things Chiefs football from a player's perspective. Boy, we got the win, and we got the win in KC Chiefs fashion, what we're used to. We're going to get into that. But Jeff, before we do, Cookie Society, we've been through the holidays now. We're coming up on the new year in January. Talk to me, brother. What's our what are we what are we working with over at Cookie Society? What we got coming up in the listen, future? new year, new you. So it's gonna be a new menu as usual. Mm. Um cinnamon rolls coming back. Got a little snickerdoodle, MM. A lot of fun flavors. I know a lot of people have goals in the new year, a lot of resolutions, get back on track, you know, working yeah. out, doing all those things. But we're launching a campaign called I Do Cardio for Cookies. So it's about balance, you know, get the work in, but also reward yourself. So check out Cookie Society. We restock January 5th. Yeah. We'll be shipping again. So meet and us at so, cookiesociety.com. I'll tell you what, as someone who enjoys to work out, but also enjoys to eat, when I know I have like that present at the end, right, that goal, that, that goal, that, that uh, um, sort of trophy that I get if I work hard, yeah. right, if I set something like a chipotle or something like that or a cookie society cookie i'm working extra hard to get that so so it's worth it it's worth it uh oh that's great all right make sure to check them out cookiesite.com they ship nationwide and the best cookies got going we're liming you can trust us big jeff i had a friend of mine talking about this steelers game and it he he talked about it like this he was saying hey i couldn't watch the game uh, but I was able to check in every three or four minutes, right? So I couldn't sit down yeah. and watch it. I had a lot going on. And he said, every time I check in, Chiefs 7 nothing, Chiefs 14 nothing, Chiefs 21 nothing, Chiefs 30 to 3. <laughs> like every time he came back, it was a higher score. I was like, that that's Chiefs football, right? Like that's what we've been so accustomed to over the past, you know, Patrick Mahomes era. What is it now? Four years, five years. Yeah, five years. Where it's just like, you know, touchdown, 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 where it's like you don't, there's no stress. There's no stress by halftime. You're like, all right, you know, this is done. What else are we, what else are we doing today? Give me a recap, brother. I know I know our shows have already gone it, through the uh, it, ins and outs. What would you see? It was, it was dominant, all phases, yeah. offense, special teams, defense. And, and what I was most excited to see was um, just to see Patrick play without his, his main weapons. I know Tyree got, you know, cleared and he was able to play, but – I was actually excited to see him and Travis not playing 
just yeah. to see some other guys shine and, and see Patrick put that narrative to rest of he's only good because of, you know, Tyreek and, and Travis. And he did that. And Tyreek had two catches for 19 yards. And, yeah. you know, guys like Ryan Pringle and and freaking um, Williams and right. a host of other guys, um, they did the work. And right. he, he spread the ball out to nine different receivers. Um had a hell of a day, really efficient offensively. The offensive line did a heck of a job as usual. Defensively, I mean, they were all over the place. Right. Rocklisberger couldn't breathe. Running game didn't really get going. Made, made some plays, got some turnovers. It was just a good game. Yeah. And that's talking back to that Patrick Mahomes point. That's what separates the good from the great, right? So I don't agree with the narrative that uh, Mahomes is just good because of the guys around him. Obviously, the guys around him help. But yeah. When you can make a, you know, a one-footed throw from one 40-yard line all the way to the 10-yard line on the other side of the field, that doesn't matter who you are. That's <laughs> amazing. You know what I mean? But when you do look at the resumes of like the Tom Brady's and the Peyton Mannings, right? I, I don't know how many years Peyton Manning was playing. He didn't have an offensive line in front of him. I mean, you could have – he had nobody, and they only gave up nine sacks, right, because he just was so aware of, you know, where guys were coming from. Tom Brady, I can't tell you how many times I played him where we would look at their skill position on offense and be like, they have nobody. They have absolutely (laughs) nobody. How is he – how is he doing this? Uh, but yet, every, you know, continuing to get to AFC Championship games and Super Bowls with, you know, not not that many great players uh, at the skill position. So that is one of those things that people are going to look at and say, okay, you know, Pat Mahomes is great. And I I, I agree. I, I disagree, again, with, with this sort of point. But they're going to look at those things. How does he do when he doesn't have this all-pro cast around him? Yeah. Like you said, this was a perfect example. I mean, he just – he just got it done and got it done brilliantly. I love, I love to see it. I'm, and we want those guys back because it, it right. makes the team even better. Um, but they benefit from one another. So I'm tired of hearing some of these talking heads in the media, some of these guys right. on big, big networks, you know, saying silly things like that. So I was happy right. to see this. And they didn't talk about it on Monday morning, but I'm going to talk about it. He did a hell yeah. of a job. And let's just stop talking about that. Yeah. I'm glad. Hey, I'm glad all those guys are healthy, by the way. Kels. Hill, yeah. shout out to Rick Buckholter. I know he's doing a fantastic job. I can't imagine what this is like for those guys in the training room and the training staff uh, taking care of all these different cases and managing the logistics and making sure guys are healthy. Uh, glad Travis is healthy. Saw him tweeting during the game. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's great for a guy like him. Travis is what, in his ninth year now? Yeah, year nine. So he got a little so break here. He, needed he got that. a little break. He got a little break. His body's healed up. I mean, that's, that's huge. So everything going well, big win without some key players, like you said, that's huge. Let's talk about Andy Reid. We've talked about Andy Reid a number of times, but it's just, he continues to, what is it that makes this guy so great? Um, because it just seems like, you know, this is the second time, again, we talk about the 2015 season. This is the second time in his tenure there where he's been able to turn around a team that for all intents and purposes was dead in the water yeah that any other coaching staff any other any other roster would have packed it in and he's been able and i'm and not just not just like kind of dead in the water or you know floating like dead totally yeah. dead and turn it around uh and he's been able to do that again and and so you know obviously you see that the, the all the other years where he's just you know blowing through teams but these years are really special and and it makes you say okay what is it about this guy that makes him so great. And w- one story that I think about that I, I haven't brought up here before, but I think it highlights how his mind works. 
So when I first got to Kansas City from New York, um, I remember first couple practices during OTAs, and some of the guys had put their helmets down, right? So you, you get off of the field from practicing, you take your helmet off. A lot of times you put it down on the sideline or something like that, put it down over by the footballs and, and uh, you know, go get a water break or something. Andy Reid would chew guys out. I remember him jumping on a guy because he put his helmet down and didn't keep it in his hands. Uh, and I remember thinking, what a, that's a crazy rule. Like, why in the world would you care if a guy puts his helmet down? Come to find out during his time in Philly, one of the guys had put their helmets down. A receiver, I believe, had run a route out of bounds and tripped over it and hurt himself and was out for a number of games. And so he had learned from that mistake in Philly, and that rule was implemented. And there and there was no wiggle room. You did not put your helmet down on the sidelines. That He was not going to let that happen again. Now, that is just one of lists of these different things that he did. Um that you would look at and say, that really seems like an arbitrary thing. I'm not sure why that's a rule. Like it feels like you're just breaking balls. Like there's nothing, yeah. you know, there's nothing to this. But then you dig in and you see, like we've said over and over again, there's a method to everything he does. He's incredibly systematic. And again, th this is just one of a number of those things that are in place because the man knows how to win. He knows how to win. So what do you got for me, Jeff? Can you think of any sort of yeah, story, stuff I mean, like that? We talked about it. I mean, he even talks about it. There's a method to his madness, and it starts in training camp. It's one of those right. – I will say it's the hardest training camp in the NFL. I haven't been through every single one, but I've had quite a few coaches while playing in the league, and it wasn't even close as far as the intensity, hmm. um, the number of reps, the number of periods, and the work that you got done. So I used to remember, like, man, this is ridiculous. This is crazy. Yeah. But sure enough, when you get to the season – um, you come out the gate, you're rolling, but not only that, you're able to sustain. You're able to go, and, and when you get to the latter part of the season, that's when you start playing your best football, and we're seeing that now. And and, and kind of like now, you, you see, you know, younger guys had to play this week because of the COVID issue. Mm. Those guys, um, they don't get very, very many reps during the regular season. Right. But because we do so much work in training camp, those reps were done back in the summer, and they're able to Killed. pick up right where they left off, and they have some football under their belt, and they're mentally learning during the year from some of the best coaches in the league. So right. um, learning from him and just the small things like, you know, tucking in your shirt, um, right. wearing, wearing white socks instead of black socks, just little meticulous things that may seem wild to you, you know, when, you, when you're just getting into the system and you don't know anything about it. But the more you're in it, you, know, you, you see why, why these things right. are done, and, and everyone's on the same page. I remember with my practice jersey because I had this gigantic belly. So with my practice jersey, I had uh, Alan Wright in the equipment room. I had him stitch a, a rubber band around the elastic in the bottom. So mm -hmm. it stayed sort of suctioned onto me because I remember <laughs> he would jump guys for having that out. And I never figured out the reason, but that's another one of those things. You're right. Just one, it's would, just, just a thing. That was it. That was it. Um, there were a couple other, you know, another thing that he did in season that when I'm sort of reflecting on what makes Andy Reid great. Um, I remember being with teams and coaches where we'd have an opponent that wasn't very good. And the coach, you know, coach would go to the press conference and talk about the team and be like, you know, give the same sort of thing that is stick that everybody gives, right? This team is great and yada, yada, yada. And we got to, you know, we got to play hard and they do some good things. And, but then behind the scenes, they'd come to us in a team meeting or a D line room or whatever. 
and say, look, this, these guys are trash. Like we should <laughs> absolutely kill nice. these guys. Just awful. Um, I never heard that once from Andy Reed in my three years in Kansas city. Every, t- what he says to the media about, you know, how we got to respect these guys and they have weapons and they've done a good job here. And they've been, that's exactly what the players are getting. And so no team that we were going against, and it, it worked in the opposite too, right? We'd play these teams that, uh, you know, coaches would be like, listen, you know, it was always like this with the Patriots. Listen, we got to be great. These guys are spectacular. You got to be perfect. You know, Andy Reid was not like that with any team. Every team was the same. We got to respect them. We got to work hard. Here's mm-hmm. what they're good at. And uh, uh, we got to work to win on Sunday. And it was like that every single week. You never got this team is trash. You never got this team is, you know, superior. It was just, this is what they are. Let's work and get better. And that, that really is a player. I can't tell you how many times a coach would say, this team isn't very good. And instantly, whether you want to or not, your right. mind starts to let up a little bit. Like, oh, I'm not, I'm not, okay. You know, we're good. We're good. I, I think I told the story about the Bills one year where we, we, they had a bunch of rookies, Eric Wood and Levitri and all these guys. And they were like, these guys are awful. You guys will be fine. And they kicked the crap out of us. <laughs> Absolutely kicked the crap out of us. Uh, and so I think that's another thing, you know, looking at the schedule and the way Andy, you know, the, the trap games, you never hear that with Kansas City. Right, you never hear. Oh, this well, is a trap game because he doesn't. He doesn't play that. Every team that, is treated the same. You know, that's his character. I mean, that that is him. And if you could, I mean, if I could chalk it up to one word to describe him, it's humble. Right, and that's yeah. the way he goes about things. He's very systematic, but he's also humble. And I, I think the reason behind it is, at the end of the day, he's going to treat everyone the same because at the end of the day, it's about us. Hmm. It's about the Chiefs. It's about the team that he's coaching. And more times than not in the NFL, you beat yourself. Right. I don't care what anyone says, more times than not, you beat yourself because it comes down to, you know, two, three plays a game that decides it. If you're doing everything your part, you're not really, you know, worried about the outside noise and you're preparing the way you should, uh, you give yourself the best opportunity. So focus right. on yourself. I'll obviously game plan for your team and you respect them and all that. But it's, a, it's about you at the end of the day as a team. And right. He keeps the focus on, on the Kansas City Chiefs. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. He is great with that. Before we continue, let's talk about our sponsors, Tickets for Less. Are you looking to score an unbeatable deal on Chiefs tickets? My friends at Tickets for Less have you covered. Locally owned for more than 17 years, ticketsforless.com has the best selection of Chiefs tickets for every game, all without the outrageous tickets, uh, taxes, or per-ticket service fees you find on other sites. Plus, you can use our exclusive KCSN promo code from Tickets for Less to save even more. Use code KCSN21 at checkout to save big on any Chiefs order at ticketsforless.com. That's KCSN21. Make sure to check them out. One last thing on Andy Reid that I thought um, uh, was interesting. So my last my last year there, and I won't, I'm not going to get into names, but there was there was a coach on staff who um, I thought, and maybe this was me just being, you know, just thinking more of myself than I was, but I, I was like this. I think this coach is more detrimental than helpful. I don't think this. I don't think this coach is helping us very much. Uh, in fact, I think he's hurting us. And I think you know we need to think about what we're doing here. And and now now I wasn't a prideful guy. I mean, I took this very seriously. It's something that I had sat on and waited on, and finally was like, you know what? I just think this is the best for the team. So I'm going to go to that coach, you know, the next level up and talk and talk to talk about this coach and see what he has to say. So I went to sort of my my superior, right, and said, "Hey, uh, this is what I'm. This is what I see. I think there's some issues here. I think this is not very helpful." And I remember the coach saying, "Look, I, I understand what you're saying, but this is Andy Reid's guy, and um, uh, he's always going to go to bat for him because he goes to bat for all his guys." And so uh, I think it's, you know, I remember him telling me it's one of these things you're going to, you're going to have to learn to, to deal with because it's what it, it's what it is. And, you know, I'm, I might've been frustrated, but at the same time, I can't tell you how many coaches in the NFL do not tra- And it's not just staff with Andy Reid, it's players too. Mm-hmm. We talk about how he would go to bat for any of his guys. I bet you if Le'Veon Bell uh, was getting on a team and somebody went to ask Andy Reid about him, he would say, yeah, no, uh, you know, he, he would talk about how Le'Veon's a good player or whatever to give him props or whatever. Um, yeah. And so everything is going to crap over here right now. My my son's in here. What's up, brother? That's, that's, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's his Everything life. happens at once. But, um, but, yeah, I just remember thinking, wow, that's incredible loyalty in an organization and in a business that doesn't respect loyalty whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is cutthroat. And – um, it's just amazing the way he goes about that. It's it's amazing a way he does that, and that allows teams to allows whoever's on that staff to say, "Hey, let's sell out because this mm-hmm. guy's for us." I mean, this guy wants the best for us, truly. Like not just lip service, like he truly wants the best for us. And it is easy to go out and coach hard and play hard 
uh, for a guy who's running a team like that. So I don't know if you if you had seen that as well, but just his loyalty to his staff and to his players is, is like nothing I've ever seen. No, I've, I've definitely seen it. I mean, there, there's been situations where, where maybe myself or, or different players going through a rough patch and maybe, you know, other coaches may make a change. Um, but Coach Reed sticks with guys and he'll right. have a conversation with you and he'll tell you the things that you need to work on and what he wants to see. And I think you can respect that because a lot of coaches are smiling your face and stab you in the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is which is crazy, and that's that's, that's majority, honestly. Um, yeah. But he, he's rare. He's a rare um, coach in this league, and and I really hope that you know the guys that that have him now appreciate him and understand mm. what he's all about. Um, even after you're done, I mean, this guy cares about you as a human being. Um, you know, checks on you, cares about what you're doing post football, right. and he's just a good dude. He's he's family first. Um, and that's how he goes about it with the team. Obviously, it's a business. You have to make tough decisions. Um, but the core of him is, is actually caring about his guys, coaches exactly. and players. I'm, 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 like, it's amazing that, you, you know, I'll still get a text once in a while from Andy Reid. Like, he checks yeah. in with his guys. And this is this is a head coach in the NFL with 100 million other things going on. And he checks in on his former players. I mean, it's just – there's nothing like that. I mean, it's just – so – I think we can continue to come back to this, Jeff, because it's going to be something we we always talk about when we're covering the Chiefs is just what makes Andy Reid so special. Uh, but hopefully that brought our listeners into some of the points and traits that that make him great. Um, okay, so recap the game. We talked about Andy Reid. Now, son, can you just go out there first? I'm live on this thing right now. Can you go out there and shut the door and I'll be right out, please? Two seconds. Can you shut the door for me? you're good man listen so my son just was all over me he's with the in-laws right now so Tucker, keep pass. us in there <laughs> keep it in there keep i got a pass there. right now he, my son was just all over me like spider-man we got him some new stuff for christmas and he's he's going crazy i'm like that was a bad idea to get him oh, all these costumes he's shooting webs at me <laughs> jumping off the couch drop right. me right like, just take a chill Please, pill, man. relax man. My middle guy, he does not care. We could be live going. He's he's if he don't get your attention, he is mad. Yeah. Um, okay, so moving forward now, talking about the Bengals, sort of a weird season when you look at the ups and downs that they've had. Uh they've they've beaten some good teams, played some good teams really close, and then lost to some bad yeah. teams. But they're nine and six. And last week against the Raisin the Ravens, they had what was it, five hundred yards? Five twenty-five. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, that, that's challenging. So KC's got to go into Cincinnati to get, you know, play this game. And we have that number one spot right in front of us. And now this this number one spot is huge. That week off is gigantic. We've talked about it over and over again on the show, how going into the playoffs, you 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 know, at minimum, you want to have at least one or two home games. Yeah. The best is if you can have that week off. And there's only one, you know, there's only one week this year. So that's in sight. Our team's got to be ready to go down to Cincinnati and play this game tight. How do you see this going, Big Jeff? It's going to be tough. I, I think Cincinnati offensively, um, their skill positions, like they have a great running back, great quarterback. Their receiving core is great. They have a ton of um, explosive firepower. So mm -hmm. it's going to be a challenge, but our defense has been stepping up all year. Yeah. All year, so I expect I expect for the defense to you know play well. I don't think they're gonna you know hold them to a, you know ten points. Right. But I think they'll be able to slow them enough to give our offense a chance to to be who they are. 
right. they'll get them the ball back. I think they'll force some turnovers, and, and I think Patrick is going to pick up right where he picked off against Pittsburgh. Right, he's going to have a great day. And, and honestly, like reflecting on this year's team, um, looking at what, what what we see now, like my expectation this year was we're going to be great, but we're a lot better than I thought we'd be. Right. Just as a whole, um, this team is really solid. And I tweeted it a while ago, even when we were going through a rough patch, that this is a championship team just mm. because of what I saw, the defense, the, what, what they were bringing, um, and knowing that the offense was going to catch up. So I'm excited. It's just another challenge. It's one, another week. And we respect the team, but it's mm. about the Chiefs, and I think they're going to do what they need to do. They're going to win this game and hopefully win out and get that number one seat. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. I mean, if, if – you know the offense is, or the defense has been playing lights out since when the Giants are. I mean, the, yeah, they've been on the up and up and continue to get better. Uh, but even still, we've we've talked about this before. Even if they have an off day, if the offense is playing like the offense can play, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. I mean, there could be nobody on defense. It doesn't <laughs> doesn't matter at all when the offense is playing the way they they're capable of. And you're right. I mean, the way the ball's rolling, the momentum's rolling. Pat's going to pick right off where he pick right up where he left off with Pittsburgh. So good feeling about that, Jeff. Before we finish up, quick talk about the Pro Bowl. Uh, I thought it was really interesting to see Orlando Brown make it, not because he doesn't deserve it, but because there were a few times where he was spotlighted as maybe having trouble. And you and I, you specifically talked about how getting used to playing with Pat Mahomes, it's not so much that Orlando Brown is having trouble, it's that where he's setting in his depth is normal, but he's playing with abnormal. And so he has to adjust a little bit, was able to fix that, gets voted into the Pro Bowl. Um, so I know you and I, I just wanted to highlight that because he's had a spectacular yeah, year. And I think he's, it's had, he's, a, he's had a good year. I think he's he's definitely had a good year. He's progressively gotten better as the year has mm. gone on. And he deserves it. I mean, honestly, when I was younger, when I listened to guys that made the Pro Bowl, they would always say, um, once you're in, you're in. Yeah. So Orlando's been there. He's 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 obviously on that on that list, and he's going to be one of those guys that continues to go. Right. And it could be a popularity contest sometimes. You don't make it the years where you're supposed to, and then randomly you just make it. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> that, and that's just right. how it goes. But w- most importantly, what matters the most is all pro. All pro. Um, that's and, right. and that's that's where we're going to see some of these guys like Joe Tooney, Creed Humphrey, you know, maybe even Trey Smith may get a vote here and there. Um, all those guys are deserving, but there are a lot of good football players in the National Football League. Cleveland has two great guards. Right. There's a probably the best guard in football right now is probably in Indy. I know he didn't play, you know, his greatest year, but he, he's still the best guard in football. He's so good. Um, so it, it's tough at that guard position to make it in the Pro Bowl. Um, I do think, however, Creed was definitely snubbed. He was by far the best center in the league. It, yeah. it wasn't even close. And quite honestly, I knew he was going to be a good player, but he shocked the crap out of me. I didn't think he was going to be playing at a – all pro elite level, right? You know, this soon, I thought he would eventually get to that, but to come out the gate, man, the sky's the limit for not only this guy, but this entire group. Yeah. And I, th- I think that's right. I mean, it's, it's really amazing when you're talking about, you know, the five guys up front for the chiefs offensive line, four of them could easily have been easily, easily in the pro bowl. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And easily getting all pro bowls. Uh, and obviously, you know, you got Orlando in the, in there, but all those other guys, he just is deserving. Um, and Creed is definitely a snub. I remember back uh, right when I got into the league and there was a few years that Haloti Nada 
had the, the great defensive tackle hadn't gotten in. And I remember like, how the hell is he not in the Pro Bowl? And coach is saying exactly what you just said. Like, it's a popularity thing. And a lot of times it takes one or two years after you've put that first Pro Bowl season on mm-hmm. camera to, for it to catch up and you get voted in. But then once you get voted in, you're in for good. And Haloti was in every year, you know, after that first year he got in. So I would imagine Creed's going to be a first team All Pro. And uh, uh, and that that's what people care I mean, about. Look, that, that, look at it. I mean, what was Mitchell Schwartz? What was he? Three time, four time All Pro. Never made a Pro Bowl in his career. Right. Like that tells you. Like, I mean, it, it's it's great. I would have loved to make a Pro Bowl. And I mean, we we would all love to. And it's it's an awesome accolade. But at the end of the day, like, I mean, you got guys like that that never make it. That they were hell of a football players, hell of yeah. football players in this league, and deserving of it. And it just didn't happen. So, now what would they take? Is it broken down by right tackle? Remind me, right tackle, left tackle, or is it just tackle? And so you'd have two left tackles. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. I think it's just tackle. I want to say that's what that's what kills right. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's definitely just tackle because it's always four left tackles. Yeah, that's right. In the Pro Bowl, it's four left tackles, and then they're they're arguing over who's going to play left tackle in the game, as opposed to broken down. Same thing with guard. It's not right or left. It's just tackle, guard, center. Um, Right. But if we broke it down by that, then we definitely have a little bit more. Right. That That's but, the problem. I remember uh, being – not that I was ever good enough to make a Pro Bowl, but they they would – you know, Pro Bowl defensive linemen were always four, three guys who had 20 sacks. Yep. You know, and then you'd have uh, your J.J. Watt or something like that who also was having all those sacks. But, like, we're playing in these three, four interior guys playing Two in these gappers. three, four. Yeah, it's like we get no Pro Bowl votes. What the heck? Uh, not that I deserved it though, but yeah, so <laughs> I would have, I would imagine hey, if they had a pro bowl for run stoppers, <laughs> you, you would have been there yeah. every single year. The, the down and a half that, yeah, the one down, uh, every, every short yardage pro that's bowl. <laughs> like they should have made a special, a special <laughs> position for you. Like the punt returner. That's right. <laughs> Bring him in. Mike DeVito. <laughs> 320 pounds to waddle it in there. Can't move. That's funny. Oh, Big Jeff, another good one, brother. Chiefs Kingdom, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week, hopefully after a good win against the Bengals and a lock in that number one seed. Good luck, Chiefs, this weekend. Jeff, thanks, brother. We'll see you next week, everyone. See you next week. Go Chiefs. We're going to win. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.